just kind of realized it's pretty late. I shouldn't really be at full volume, even though you can't hear it because of it. <sighs> also, I'm supposed to be taking it easy because I, all my fingertips are covered in crazy glue. Uh, all the, the, the breaks and the calluses. This is obviously the Never Too Much podcast with Kelly Dwyer. How we doing? Uh, I just, like a lot of you, because most of you right now are probably podcasting about it. I just watched the uh, Lakers pull one out against the Grizz. Lakers out there acting like Kent Bazemore can stay in front of people. Carmelo winning games with layups. Rain falling. No one knows how to drive home. This podcast will not be edited for clarity or certainly not brevity, but it may be paused at certain times for the host to uh, get rid of these sniffles. Ah, uh, it's, it's all sniffles here. I enjoyed how... Uh... Uh, John Moran missed a free throw in their t- turnovers, and the last two minutes took forever because of all the coaches' challenges and all the timeouts they saved for the stretch. Threes... Still too many timeouts, or two is still... Listen, one is probably still too many timeouts for the last two minutes or three minutes of an NBA game. Uh, as soon as John knew that he had to shoot three free throws, he was like, ah. But otherwise, he's perfect. He's just a perfect... Just drag the team two points, one time, one point, and then another point most of the time. And then when it was time to hit one point, one point, one point, he couldn't do it. He almost did it. He did everything else. Don't blame him. He's fantastic. LeBron James, you know, while we're at it, is not exactly running toward free throw opportunity. He understands that Malik Monk and extra freebies. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I'll take you, you. What? Okay. If if you're yeah, box that up. Box that up. No, no. I mean, if you're not gonna, yeah. I know I didn't order it. I know you're you you've eaten from it, but I'm gonna be that guy that. Wants to box your potato skins, your last two potato skins up. Take them home. That's Malik Monk. Last two minutes of a game, Lakers are ahead. Yes, yes, yes. Free points. Yes, LeBron. Not feeling it. Not feeling free throw pressure for whatever reason. You know, you used to play with Lee Nalon. So, just saying Ja has superstar company, even in the last same minute of that of that ball game. I wasn't away for that long. I just had to. Scotty Pippen used to really run, like really run from the ball when it was time for free throws. And that was not because Michael Jordan screamed at him in practice one time and said, hey. It's the Brian May guitar. Neck and the bridge pickups on. Chris Mannix's tweet about the Hornets not being must see TV got me thinking about how much fun it was to watch the Charlotte Hornets in the 2000 2001 season. And uh, was that the first? Yeah, that was the first season I had leaked past. And, uh, it was a terrible season. It was awful basketball. It was slow. It was methodical. 
it was Scott Skiles and Jason Kidd on NBC all the time, and it was not fun. I wrote about it for Free Darko once, and uh, but it had the best league pass team of all time, which was oh they won thirty one games that year. Okay, the thirty one win uh, Clippers of uh, head bump fame. Q Rich and Darius Miles. And uh, yeah, we savored it at the time. Savored it. Wrote about it for Bootleg Sports after the dot com bubble burst and uh, NBA talk went down. Earl Boykin ski on doing this. Ed and Hamilton. He on doing it from Mizzou, born a week before me. Rookie Darius. Corey McGetty in his second year. He was a magic the year before. Ty Nesby was on that team. Ty Nesby was a Clipper hero uh, for a little bit, carried him on a minimum contract, so their ownership was like, yeah, yeah, we, we want that. We keep that, keep that. Cherokee Parks, all his tats, and yes, he was very tatted up at that point, a little candy, you know, first quarter, third quarter guy, not that bad. Uh, Derek Strong, uh, just your typical uh, undersized 90s power forward playing in 2000, 2001. Brian Skinner, little taller, little taller, little rougher. He hung around for a while. I was upset when the Bulls didn't get him in the Elton uh, Brand trade. Sean Rooks, uh, as Bill Walton said so many times that season, after Sean Rooks peeled around to hit a top of the key jumper, where would these Clippers be without Sean Rooks? And he was right. He saved him with that top of the key jumper. Where the hell, where the bleep did that Jethro Tull thing come from, Kelly? Uh, who else? Piakowski. The Rifle, uh, Q Rich, uh, the aforementioned uh, hero, uh, another person born in the spring of 1980. And, uh, yeah, the man, Lamar Odom, guy I wanted the Bulls to take. That ended as, lasted as long as it took him to take Elton Brand, and then especially that rookie season. But, oh, low, Odom. Lowe was nice. He was he was just hello. He was so nice. It was just good. It was just good. It wasn't anything. It wasn't you couldn't you, you couldn't turn him into magic. You couldn't turn him into uh And uh, in a different way Darius Miles uh came out similarly positionless in, in in that he couldn't play any of them well. He just Here's a guy and he's out there. And sometimes there's going to dunk, and sometimes there's not going to dunk. I made a documentary going around uh, that ESPN did. Incredible. Uh, Foresight by uh, Espen. And uh, like it was on weekly. It was like a PG-13. I know this because they bleeped out when Alvin Gentry said Corey McGetty was shooting it out of his ass. Shout out to Andy Dolan for uh, blogging about that the day after it happened. Yeah, we blogged. We blogged. Didn't call that. Called it trying to justify not going to J school. Uh, It was celebrated. And, uh, you know, don't ever let some documentary tell you that the fun ended because Elton came along. Because... It just got going. It just got going. It just started. Elton Elton was lots of fun. Uh, 
Yeah, they're the greatest league pass team of all time. But the one I, I wrote about uh, down below, these Hornets were, holy Lord, just as fun. Boston was hilarious because it was a wreck and Patino quit. And it felt like he could have quit on the sideline every night. It just it was going to be a show-me-state sort of deal. Uh, the Nets had Steven Jackson and Stephon Marbury on the same team. Whole uh, Wizards had Michael Jordan in the skybox getting angry. Heat started the season as championship favorites, and then Zoe got hurt, and they basically did nearly as well just without that championship sheen, which Philly had approximated by that time. And uh, then Zoe got healthy, and then Charlotte troubled. You, 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 you read? You read? Bucks were fun. Bucks were fun because no one shot the ball like them. Uh, Raptors were not. Sorry, Toronto. No, I'm, I'm just – Vince Carter would get hit, and then he would stay down for – 42 minutes, and the game would take forever, and then I'd go watch an entertaining game. One that was not coached by Lenny Wilkins. I'm sorry, I didn't think that's where this would go, but here we are. It is 12:26. Discussing the watchability of teams from 20 years ago, just to prove Chris Mannix. I mean, he was right. I, ho- I hope that scans in what I wrote, that he was absolutely right, because... The newer Hornets, okay, you got your Kemba, which is fine. And we were watching. We were watching. Bobcats were throwing out. Unless Al Jefferson's playing for them. And the, the thing about the new Hornets is they're kind of limited by that uniform. In fact, they're completely limited. <clears throat> as fun as the new team is. 3-0, and look at them go. Uh, you know, it, it still has that 20... 20s angry logo that we're going to look back on in 10 years and go, why is this font so aggressive? On top of teal? No one says grr, teal. It's teal that's going to overwhelm you and you're going to submit to it. That's what the great Hornets teams do. They don't scare you. They lure you into honey. Uh, who else was good that year? The Lakers. I don't know. Listen, the thing I like most about these new Hornets is that I picked them to win, to lose a bunch of games, excuse me, and that was mostly because I thought their, be- or their uh, most expensive player uh, might get hurt. Every spring, I can just roll around, roll around the daisies, just just sucking in the pollen, just taking it in, just fine, just fine. Everyone else is sneezing, complaining on Twitter. I'm fine. Bring it to me. Open the windows. Fall hits, crunching leaves. Ah! Crunch right out my nose. This episode is brought to you by Rocktober. Uh, a lot of questions about Rocktober. Can you take in your 10 CCs? Can you take in your uh, 10 CC types? Your uh, your your godly and cremes. Your uh, 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 
It all gets back to ELO. Because of Xanadu, they earned it. Xanadu, you earned it. You went there. You tried. You were like, we thought it couldn't. 70s, even more. And you decided to go more. And, well, first of all, ELO gets obvious Rocktober treatment because of Bev Bevan. Who later went on to join Black Sabbath in the in the uh, uh, the Glenn Hughes amalgamation, which was well, these guys really like to get drunk together. These guys in their late thirties, maybe forties, late thirties, really like to have a good time together. Really like to get after it, so they should be in a band together. But yeah, ELO, bring them in, celebrate their entire. It's a little got out of hand in the eighties, you know. It's it's too much. Especially when Jeff Lynn's out there producing sensible albums by Dave Edmonds. Solo solo Edmonds. Sands Rock Pile, but good albums. You gotta go in knowing you're gonna get Jeff Lynn. And uh See when the super glue comes off the skin. I don't have to tell you. Uh, so far, so good. So far, so great. I'm super gluing my fingertips. <clears throat> Open and rolling is November 1st. So, Just the neck there. Ah. Uh, so yeah, bring ELO in. Bring them all in. That's Rocktober. Open the windows. Crunch those leaves. Minnesota Timberwolves were great in 20, in 2000, 2001, because of Lafonso Ellis. Primo six-man candidate. I ranked them. You gotta rank those awards. It's 2021. We have to invent how we do this dumb stuff. So it's February. Let's rank the sixth man of the year candidates. Lafonso Ellis, step the heck up. <clears throat> Buying the box for a start this week. I mean, what else gets in? Not 10cc doesn't. <clears throat> I mean, you hook up with 10cc any other time of the year. I myself haven't done it any year of my time. Not once, not ever. I'm sure, but no, no. However, the 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 one of the 10c, the godly, a creme, or was there a third cc? Some point of cc wrote a song with uh, Paul McCartney called. My head said Let It Rain, which is an Eric Clapton song. Wait, that's the Power Pop version of it. Anyway, uh, uh, 
It's on Tug of War. That that's a good song. That the, the Paul McCartney album Tug of War, which I've only heard that one song off of, and I think it probably still has like Ebony and Ivory or some crap. Why did Paul have to just ruin all? <clears throat> it's like fans of Off the Wall. If you haven't heard, if you if you're not familiar with Sir Paul, and you're here celebrating Rocktober, and you want to know. Why he was let in to ruin off the wall, and more importantly, Thriller. Say, 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 yes. The Girl is Mine should have been a Rockwell song. And, uh, you know, the, the Wings version of, of Girlfriend makes Michael Jackson's version of Girlfriend sound like it was drummed on by Bev Bevan. The lack of of uh, bailout calls is great. I think it will last. I absolutely think it will last. Uh, they'll figure their ways around it, but uh, will it be an a, a, an epoch sort of deal? I I don't know. It was a select few, and they were all working on technicalities. And now that you've removed the technicalities, good. Now do it with a block and charge call. Not everything. Not everything. Just some of them. Maybe not even some of them. Maybe just go a generation, a little loosely on it, so that the next generation knows how to not get all Derek Fisher with. It would be hilarious if Washington, you know, feel good story of whatever just gets destroyed by Brooklyn on Monday. Just, I'm looking at Monday's schedule. Picks Peter and Pans. Boston at Charlotte. Charlotte is league pass must-see TV. I give it a pan. Milwaukee at Indiana. Milwaukee's the defending champs, and Indiana's got a lot to prove under Coach Rick Carlisle. Is it working? Is it funky? Is it why are they giving their third quarter so goofy? Who knows? Got to watch it. I give it a pan. Detroit at Atlanta. Kate Cunningham, probably not going to come back doing G. Lee. G. Lee. G. Not going to mention a sponsor. <clears throat> Excuse me. The NBA's minor league. Kelly Fire is so annoying. Take it away. That's the name of the Paul McCartney song. Don't listen to the rest of Pipes of... No. Tug of Pan, tug of War. The Atlanta Hawks are involved, so I gotta give it a pan. The Hawks are great. Washington and Brooklyn, we've already discovered that this is a pan because... because you know, Brooklyn is going to try to, you know, just show that it could throw anything out there and win. And Washington is a feel-good story of the year. Orlando and Miami. Now, some would think this is a Peter, but I, I see the goodness in this. I see the greatness even. I, You know, Orlando, they've been... No one wants to root for Cole Anthony, okay? Oh, okay, we'll take that angle, okay? I give it a pan because Miami is playing well. Tyler Hero shooting 28 times a game. Jimmy Butler's cool with that. So, Orlando... Is gonna just gonna have to take that, and we get to see the heat of practice, which frankly, you know, bring Nikaeus into the building and let's get him over 45,000 Twitter followers because he's just gonna have because Orlando can't keep up. 
Lavelle, Spolster. I don't really know how to explain it. Nikaeus does, so tune in. Or tune in, tape it later. Whatever. Pan. Chicago is in Toronto. <clears throat> Canada, thank you for letting us back into Toronto. <laughs> It's a Bulls game, so it's going to be a pan. Bulls are undefeated. It's a pan. It's a pan. Uh, New Orleans and Minnesota. Uh, Chris Finch. Funky stuff. Funky stuff. And uh, uh, we might see Minnesota get to have, you know, that sort of Miami Heat-ish sort of, uh, you know, uh, tickle in their nose. Yeah, it's Anthony. Anthony Edwards is playing. That's a pan. Maybe Kira Lewis will finally see what Willie Green has been trying to tell him. Uh, Cleveland's at Denver. Cavaliers in thin air. Oh my gosh, yes, that's a pan. Absolute pan. Uh, Portland at the Clippers. Uh, our fire. No, no, our fire. No, our fire. No, 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 our fire. Our fire. So, yeah, pan. Wow, whole night. No Peters all night. I'm proud of the NBA. I was actually playing a song there. Most of a song. Eight seconds of a song. Uh, don't go and bug Chris Mannix. I, I, I love, uh, he, he has always been a, uh, we used to do stuff at SI.com. They'd have us take sides on a subject. And frankly, that should have been, you know. Two Irish guys yelling at each other. That should have been it. But, uh, you know, I, the side chose to go in a different direction. And that was, uh, uh, you know, that was their call. Uh, but we, he, he was great at it. I had fun at it playing a character that said the Nets should break up. And he said, nah, keep them together. They're great. And I was like, no, no, no. Uh, and I can't remember. We did another one. But, you know, shout out to SI for, for having that sort of, uh, you know, letting a 24-year-old get up there with no, uh... So, yeah, don't don't bug him and anyone else I bring up in, in the site as some sort of like, oh, no, I don't I don't think that's a thing. No, no, we're just, we're just having fun. We're just teeing off. Uh... I hope we find the right balance this year between that exhilarating Nick fan video that seemed to hit a second after that game ended. It wasn't like we saw that the next morning. It was like that night they had that ship trap cut. Snip trap labeled step pick. Slap it out of here. We're buying it. It was so ready. It was it was great. Uh, you know, find the difference between that and the space between that and uh, this hyper early, hyper full of it. Admitting to this is cringe. I think we're finding a balance early on uh, with all this silliness. And... 
couldn't remember the name of the city. I'm happy it hasn't become super territorial in that meet me in Temecula sort of way where we're having like Sixer fans and Nick fans. <laughs> what highway is it? The freeway. I just feel like we're taking this this first week appropriately. I feel like it's been fun. I feel like it's been light. I feel like even with the uh, potential, the Lakers got in a fight on the bench. <laughs> we're just like done with it by the next morning, and so were they. Uh, sometimes these things happen. 2020, 21, NBA. Uh, thank you for listening. Subscribe if you want some behind the box scores coming in. Uh, have fun with sports and videos of sports on this uh, thing. Just just cool stuff to pull up on a train and watch uh, 40 seconds of... Uh... I don't know why I have that weird chorusy sound, but only on the low E string. I just go straight into amplifiers. I don't like effects. I think that's it. Keep enjoying games. Keep enjoying games. Thank you for listening. Thank you for reading. Have fun on Monday.